Well, hey, friends, it's time for the post-class wrap-up podcast for EA 638, Equity and Access in Higher Education, for March 29th, 2022. We're talking about engaging student activists and justice-involved students. So we covered two chapters in one evening, partly because of us not having class next week and the fact that this book just has more than 16 chapters. And so we have to try to uh, double up at times, but also because there's not a perfect circle, but there can be a Venn diagram of student activists and justice-involved students. Not every student activist becomes justice involved and not every person who is justice involved is also a student advocate. But advocacy um, and activism can often result in um, being hauled in for uh, being at a protest and um, getting some charges for disorderly conduct or or whatever else the case might be. And so it seemed like there was some overlap there. The term justice involved um, is applied to any students who have a criminal um, history, uh, different charges that were pressed against them. Um, Keep in mind that the war on drugs uh, really affected folks of lower socioeconomic status and disproportionately affected people of color. And so there are a lot of folks who have some, um, you know, a criminal record who um, perhaps would not have had one at a different time or if they were white and better off. So um, still there's a stigma that's associated um, with that, and they're frequently denied some of the privileges that come along with higher education. So we talked both about that being an injustice that student activists um, might want to do something about, but we also looked at the Kent State video from 1970 that sort of explained, again, this overlap of peaceful protest against the Vietnam War at Kent State University. Some people got drunk and disorderly, and then the National Guard ended up um, intervening, and it um, heightened the tensions, there were more protests. Um, Some of the protests became violent. They burned down the ROTC building. Um, And ultimately, um, several students were shot and four students lost their lives. So um, we have this history of of these things overlapping. And so as student affairs professionals, we need to determine how we can encourage student activism while also protecting our students from becoming justice involved. Um, And also what our role is as employees of state institutions in these situations. We looked at the example happening right now that was recently written about in the Chronicle of Higher Ed. And the link to that is on um, the Canvas page. 
and it focuses on um, an incident where there was a rally supporting a vaccine mandate at Penn State and a counter protester arrived and he was pretty loud and belligerent and in people's faces and a faculty member um, tried to de-escalate the situation, tried to shield the crowd from this particular protester. Um, ultimately, there was a scuffle um, and while it photographic evidence shows that the faculty member um, might have tried to pull the sign out of the protesters hands, the protester then put the faculty member in a headlock um, and other people intervened. The protester ended up with a bloody nose and uh, the faculty member had three charges filed against them and they were put on administrative leave. The charges were dismissed, but the faculty member is still on track to be, dis to, to be fired. So it kind of led to this question of how can we be involved without um, overstepping and, and winding up in, in a situation like that. We talked about some positive ways to encourage students to engage in activism, uh, including you know, being active online. We said that that is a good way to raise awareness. It is a good way to show solidarity, but we don't want to make it seem like that's enough. Um, it can kind of get watered down similarly to, oh, I just bought a a pink sweatshirt. Did I support breast cancer research or did I just support the company that makes the pink sweatshirt? I just bought a rainbow item. Did I support LGBTQ plus causes or did I just support the company that makes the rainbow item? Um, if I put this, you know, profile picture up, if I use this hashtag, you know, is that really, um, Raising awareness, is it showing solidarity, is it enough? And on the other hand, are there people who are actually out there engaging in activism who are judged for not having the ribbon on their profile or advertising that they're engaging in this type of activism on social media? So um, we you know, talked about both sides of that coin, and then also encouraging students to engage in letter writing campaigns, to boycott things because money speaks very uh, loudly, um, to, you know, to show up to protest um, certain things, but again, to always be advising um, that cool heads prevail, that, uh, they, you know, don't say um, things that they could regret in the heat of the moment, but that they stand up for the things that they believe in. Um, and as Ruth Bader Ginsburg would say, in such a way that other people will want to follow them. So that wraps it up for this week. Remember, next week we will not meet in class. That is because tomorrow you can go watch the screening for Georgia, Georgia, which will have a student faculty panel afterward. Or you can use next 
Wednesday to watch the movie on your own. But because that's a full-length movie, um, I'm giving you the time to watch that. I originally thought we'd be able to go watch it during class time, um, but the dates were different. Uh, we will be back together on April 12th. Between now and then, you have a discussion forum on three chapters in your textbook. It's covering uh, engaging queer students, engaging trans students, and engaging cis students. And when we get together on the 12th, we will talk about um, your reflection paper on Georgia, Georgia, um, just to make sure that you understand everything that you, you need before you turn it in that night. And we will also have folks from the LGBTQ plus resource center coming to present safe zone training. Um, so you will be safe zone certified, um, which relates to our three chapters, um, on gender and sexuality. So if you are able to attend in person, I encourage you to do that. And so I will see you on the 12th. Take care. Thank you.